It's time for this week's Fighting Illini Army ROTC High School Prep Basketball Confidential Show here on News Talk 1493 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Tonight's area high school basketball is powered by the Army ROTC at the University of Illinois, developing its students the skills they need to lead themselves and others to success. Now, here are your hosts, Colin Likas and Jim Rosso. Uh, happy December, everyone. <laughs> what a way to kick off the new month with uh, our first basketball show of the season. I'm Jim Rosso with Colin Likas, Dylan Chambers, and already our studio is packed. Mm-hmm. We got the Urbana Tigers in the house. Not all of them, but three of them. Three good ones, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Love me some Urbana Tigers. Uh, if you're a Snapchat fan, follow along. Uh, they've already made some appearances mm-hmm. tonight. Uh, for the next hour, we'll be talking all sorts of basketball, boys basketball, girls basketball. Colin, your top ten, and the neatest part, thank you to the U of I ROTC, mm-hmm. by the way, for um, getting behind this project. We're going to have a, a basketball player of the week. That's right. Yeah, we'll learn more about that later in the show, but it's going to be a, a single boy or girl, uh, depending on performance, who who gets recognized, and we'll, we'll announce who they are on a show, and then the next week, before the, the next week's show, give them a plaque. The, the ROTC mm. at the U of I is actually going to – inscribe a plaque and, and provide it to the athlete and uh, that's going to be a pretty cool experience so uh there's a little extra incentive to any athletes who uh who want a nice a nice plaque to put on their wall uh from the from the u of i rtc if you uh if you get a double double triple double something like that mm. you might be able to win one odds are one of these three guys is standing next to me are gonna get that plaque there uh, you go uh, don't put any pressure on them <laughs> this here anyway this show will be an hour every week uh through uh till the state finals come to town and remember that how cool is that going to be it got canceled last year of course right. but this year they will be played at the state farm center that's right and we're uh, we're definitely glad to have those back let's hope that uh hope we can uh keep on a healthy path and we can have some local teams involved in that as well maybe uh, maybe the urbana tigers in class 3a and i think it's as good a time as any to segue into our first interview segment not only of the night but of the entire season here we've got three urbana boys basketball players in studio we got german trey young we got malcolm morris and we got kevin cobb and guys thanks for making the short trip over tonight and german trey i will start with you First of all, just to be back having a kind of a regular season. I know, you know, it's not 100% regular. You guys are still in masks and things like that. But, Jermondre, what has it meant just to get back on, on regular footing and having tournaments, getting to have normal practices, and just getting getting back to Urbana basketball? It's been very exciting because this what well, this what I grew up playing basketball. So, Playing, not playing for like some months, really, it really was taking a toll on me mentally because I was just so eager to get back out there on the floor. 100%. And uh, Malcolm, you're the young guy in this group, uh, a sophomore, but uh, you seemed very eager to, to get on the radio. And uh, I, I want to ask you just about the direction of the Urbana Boys program. I know you guys are 1-2 and two right now, but a close one against Springfield Southeast, and you beat a team out of South Carolina. How have you guys felt about the way that you've played so far this season? Uh yeah, we've been doing very well, but it's just some stuff we have to work on, in terms on like our defense, rebounding, and I think we we're missing some key players too. And I think once we get them players back up and running, we get our full team, we'll be very good. What's it like, uh, Malcolm, working in practice without your full complement of players and trying to, or I guess I should say, working out on the floor without your full complement of players and, and knowing that you are going to get healthier? How have you guys kind of adjusted to not having all of your pieces so far? Um, it's very different because you like used to them players being on the court, 
and youth throwing players like stepping up. Mm-hmm. And now that we don't have him, it's like since that player is off the court, then the next player has to step up. But it's it's different. We can we gonna adjust to it, but that's really it. Now, Kevin, I want to bring you in here and uh, don't want to put too much pressure on you, but it's worth noting that, that you are a, a Centennial transfer, former Centennial player, and now you're on the opposite side of this this rivalry, Centennial-Urbana. What's it been like uh, coming into Urbana's side, and, and how have these guys welcomed you into the Urbana Tigers family? Uh, since day one, I feel like it's always been a home, and it's just a lot different from Urbana and Centennial, but yeah, I feel like we got a good chance this year. And I mean, you know as well as anyone, Kevin, that the the, the rivalry is real when these two teams meet on the floor. Did it take some getting used to knowing that these guys are, are your brothers now? These guys are your friends instead of the instead of the rivals. Uh, yeah, we talk about it all the time between <laughs> me and my Bennett teammates and my old Centennial teammates, but it's just for fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now talking about old teammates, uh, Germantra, your uh, older brother, Jermail, obviously was a big part of Urbana basketball's success over the last few years, helping the team end that 30-year regional championship drought. You know, what? you got to play alongside him last year. What did you learn from him and all the older teammates who also have graduated that's allowing you guys to, to succeed now and to try and follow in their footsteps? I learned that no matter what, you should always give 100%. No matter – you, everybody going to make mistakes on the court, but it's just the way you bounce back from your mistakes. That's what my brother told me, playing alongside him. How important was it for you to get, even though it was only, I think you guys only played 10 or 11 games last season, how important was it to just be able to have that high school basketball season with Jermail before he ended up graduating? It was, I would say it was really, it, it was fun. <laughs> we didn't play the way we wanted to, but playing alongside my brother, it was very fun. Now, Malcolm, obviously you were a freshman last season for the team, and, you know, I, I was looking at the roster during some of the games, and I'm like, who is this number zero on the floor? He's not on my roster. I didn't know who it was. Uh, and then uh, number one, th- there you go. Good call. See, I knew it was a low number. I just didn't remember which low number. But the number one wasn't on my roster, and I'm thinking, who is this kid? And I'm seeing you get to the rim and, and perform really well. What did you learn as a freshman just to, uh, that, that that's helped you continue to be a strong part of this varsity team as a sophomore? Uh, Yeah, my experience, well, first I started at J, moving up to JV, mm-hmm. and then I was playing JV and freshman. And then, like, I towards at the end of the season when regionals will start to go on and stuff like that, they move into varsity. And varsity, between varsity and JV and freshman, varsity is very different. Varsity is, like, it's very more intense. And it's, like, it's way more different. It's, like, you have to put all all your energy into it. It's, like, you have to be more, like, more physically in shape with varsity. Sure. And it's, like, everything is, like, it's just pull out. It's way more competitive, mm-hmm. too. And it's really just like a grown man game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And Kevin bringing you back in. Uh, you guys, as I mentioned before, <laughs> you beat a team out of South Carolina for your win so far this season. You guys played that game on Thanksgiving. Certainly not something any other team in the area has had to experience. What, what is that experience like for you guys playing playing on a holiday? Because I know you guys are going to play on Christmas too. Uh, it was it was good. I liked the experience. We got to go out of town. We ate good every day. Uh, yeah, and being with my teammates and the coaches, it was just like a good vibe all the way around. What's it like playing against a team from South Carolina? Because you're going to see so many Illinois teams this year, but you're never going to see that team again. You're not going to see them in the IHSA tournament or anything. Uh, it was good. It was different. They play a lot different than uh, teams around our area do. So it was different. It was a good experience playing against them too. 
Talking with Jermontre Young, Malcolm Morris, and Kevin Cobb of the Urbana Boys Basketball Team. Jermontre, looking forward again with these out-of-state matchups. Uh, you guys are going to play in a tournament in St. Louis around Christmas. I'm sure you'll see an out-of-state team there. you got a team from Wisconsin. you got to play a couple teams from Indiana later on. What do games like that do to prepare you guys for the IHSA postseason? Those games prepare us well for the postseason because – First of all, they have great athletes on their on mm-hmm. in their programs, and if we want to be great, we got to play against the best, and that's gonna help us. And Malcolm, just going back in state, then is there any games you guys are especially looking forward to? I'm sure Coach V is all about one game at a time, but any games you're really looking forward to in state this season? Uh, I'm looking forward. Well, not just me. I think my team is too in this whole city of Shepherd and Bennett. Looking forward to the game Tuesday night versus the tenure at Urbana High School. And I'm looking forward to that game, and I'm looking forward to play. It's really all the, the Champaign-Urbana schools because I want to show them that we are the best in Champaign-Urbana. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, yeah, and to bounce back, Malcolm, after the, the one-win season last year, well, why in your mind, is once you get healthy, of course, why in your mind does this team have what it takes to bounce back and, and get, get this team back to, to where you guys were just a couple of years ago? Because I feel like this team has more than just – Good quote unquote good players. I feel like this team has like role players that plays their role, and I feel like if a team has role players and they just play their role, I feel like that's like the most successful team in the game of basketball. I like that. And uh, Kevin, uh, I just talked to you about playing on Thanksgiving, and I mentioned the, the Christmas game you guys have in the Legends of Round Ball Classic in St. Louis. Uh, take me through just how how unique that is, how different that is, and how much fun it is for you guys to, to go as a whole basketball family to these different locations, St. Louis and to Washington, Illinois, and you're going to go to Hyde Park later. What's it like, especially for you being the new guy on the team, just to bond with all these guys, especially around the holidays? Uh, I like it. It's, it's something new. Like uh, Other schools from around here, they don't really get to go out of town and stay in hotels and go out of state and play the teams we play. They just usually stick to playing like in-state teams, but Coach V makes sure we get the exposure and play a little bit of everybody. Now I know Malcolm just mentioned the Urbana Centennial game. Is he, have you already thought about that? Is it going to be a little weird for you stepping on the court against some of your old uh, old teammates? Uh, yeah, I think it'll be a little weird at first, a little uh, jitters at the beginning, but I think we'll be okay. I like that. Jermont Trey Young, Malcolm Morris, and Kevin Cobb of the Urbana Boys basketball team. They're going to be at Peoria on Friday night, and then, as Malcolm said, going to be hosting Centennial coming up on Tuesday, so that's when you could see them. It's their home opener. Guys, thanks again for making the trip over, and good luck with the rest of the season. And we are going to take our first break here on the U of I ROTC Prep Basketball Confidential. And when we come back, we are going to start off our over-the-phone interviews with some of our local coaches, so stay tuned. If you're looking to make an impact, there's no better place to start your journey than at the University of Illinois Army ROTC program. Whether your goal is to cure deadly diseases, develop technologies, or seek adventure across the globe, Army ROTC can help make your goals a reality. Become a leader and serve your country, all without sacrificing your college experience. Students who enroll in Army ROTC are eligible for merit-based scholarships, tuition waivers, plus a monthly stipend for personal expenses. Visit publish.illinois.edu to learn more about the University of Illinois Army ROTC. Duncan is here with your holiday helpers. Take on the season with a holiday classic like a peppermint mocha signature latte or a rich and creamy toasted white chocolate signature latte. 
bold, smooth Dunkin' Espresso and holiday flavors come together. Classic notes of mocha balanced with cooling peppermint or flavors of white chocolate topped with caramel and cinnamon sugar for a touch of holiday magic that will help you seize the season. Sip through the holidays with signature lattes from Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. At Fresh Coat, no job is too small. Whatever your painting needs, you can count on our skilled and vetted professionals to complete your project on budget, on time, every time. Paint now, pay later. With Easy Pay, you have 12 months, same as cash. That's 12 months with no interest and no payments. Start your next painting project at FreshCoatPainters.com. Fresh Coat, painting done right. Champagne Danville overhead doors can give you a new look to the familiar face of your home. Did you know that new garage doors can improve as much as a third of the front of your home? Champagne Danville overhead doors have trained techs who in just one day can make a great door work excellent. And you will experience a well-balanced, quiet door with precision rollers. There are infinite combinations of styles, colors, and compositions to choose from. Give your home a new look. Visit Champagne Danville overhead doors today online or call 217-367-8121. That's 367-8121. This week's Fighting Illini Army ROTC High School Prep Basketball Confidential continues now on News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. It's 6.13 and we are back on the U of I ROTC Prep Basketball Confidential Radio Show. I am Colin Likas. That was a great segment with the Urbana Boys basketball players that we just wrapped up. First segment of the basketball show this season. It's been a while since we've had a basketball show, you know. Got to think back to before the pandemic started uh, because we didn't have one last season. We didn't really know when basketball season was going to happen. It did end up happening, but it was only about a six-week season, not really enough time to be setting up any radio shows, and certainly it didn't seem totally comfortable to, to, you know, be bringing kids in and out, be bringing coaches in and out of the studio at that time as well. So we're really glad to have this going again. And as Jim said at the top of the show, Thanks again to the U of I ROTC for sponsoring us. Uh, you know, it's a funny story of how this all came about, this relationship. I, I don't think um, uh, the folks at the ROTC would mind if I shared it. So uh, Dan Johnson is the individual we've been working with over at the ROTC. And his son, Luke Johnson, plays football for the Muhammad Seymour football team. And uh, Muhammad Seymour coach John Adkins is a big fan of our show. He'll play it during practices because they would always practice while we were having the show shout out to coach atkins absolutely and you know luke went home to his dad one day and said you know here's this show all the high school kids are on it wouldn't it be cool if you guys got involved in the show in some way you guys at the rotc and dan reached out to me and uh here we are now and it's a it's a perfect marriage especially this uh this athlete of the week honor we're going to be giving out each week and i'll tell you guys a little bit more about that later on in the show already decided who our first athlete of the week is going to be based on recent performances really excited to bring that individual in next week to give them their plaque not going to reveal the gender quite yet to Ooh. keep it a little more suspenseful i suppose colin like is with the teaser yeah exactly and we're gonna be joined very soon by muhammad seymour girls basketball coach garrett risley also going to be joined later on in the show by georgetown ridge farm girls basketball coach brad russell as well as danville boys basketball coach darrell robinson got some questions for you colin go uh, for it. when does central get to play 
and uh, so I need to do my schedule. You're and talking get over about to Central Boys basketball. They haven't played now. yet. I want, I'm waiting for Coach Nix to make his debut as head That's coach. That's right. Yeah. So uh, Champaign Central Boys, for those who don't know, had to go on a COVID pause. Uh, but they're out of it now. They had to forfeit all their games, or back out of, I should say, all their games in the Decatur Turkey Tournament last week. So they are opening on Friday night. It's not at home, though. It's at Normal Community, Big 12 Conference game, 730. Uh, then the very next day, going to Marion to face a team from Kentucky in a one-day shootout that's going on there. Home opener is going to be on the 10th against Danville, a Big 12 Conference rival. Uh I think that's in Combs Gym. I don't think it's in the new gym. I believe it's going to be played in Combs Gym. Excited to see Combs Gym. We have a story from Anthony Zillis that will run in the um, print edition of the News Gazette in the next couple, couple days showing uh, kind of what it looks like. The mm-hmm. For those of who uh, who have played or seen games there, the weird part is there was no more dead spots on the new floor. There used to yeah. be a spot where it was like the Boston Garden where you had to be careful where you dribbled. Yeah, I read Anthony's story and saw, you know, there's like, what was it like? Not not necessarily standing water, but it sounded like there was definitely moisture underneath. It didn't sound like the floor was laid properly or something of that nature. You're going all engineering on me right now, Colin. Well, that's I read, not, that's I not my trying, bailiwick. And I was trying to understand it because I certainly don't don't understand, you know, how gym floors are supposed to be put down or things of that nature. <laughs> I mean, it, but, you know, Combs Gym has a natural air to it i guess is the best way to put historic. it historic it's yes historic air i mean you know that sign that's on the wall that lists the number of wins in program history in the thousands i mean i think Lacante nix is quoted as saying you know it's a little bit brighter in there now mm. but you know it still <laughs> feels like combs gym and uh that that's definitely a good thing to see we're all good well let's move into our first segment of the night first phone segment of the night i should say Glad to be joined now by Muhammad Seymour girls basketball coach Garrett Risley, whose team is off to a 6-0 and start after defeating Bloomington Central Catholic last night, 65-45. to Garrett, thanks so much for being part of the show tonight. Yeah, Colin, thanks for having me. Uh, can you hear me okay? Oh, I can hear you just fine. Can you hear us? Yes, sir. Excellent. Now, you know, I talked to you before the season. I, I, I picked you guys as our number one team preseason, no pressure. And uh, so far, you've lived up to that. You started with a 72-12 to win over East Peoria. You swept the Prairie Central Turkey Tournament. And then you just beat Bloomington Central Catholic by 20 points. I mean, this seems like it's all going according to plan. Is that the case? Um, yeah, I guess as far as uh, wins and losses, it's going <laughs> kind of how we'd hoped it would. Um, you know, not to lose the game in November, that was definitely something that we wanted to do as a goal. But more importantly, we were just trying to get a road win to start the year. Last year, uh, winning one game on the road the whole season, kind of uh, it wasn't ideal, made for some long bus rides. So just getting a couple road wins to start the season was a big deal to us. Yeah, I mean, you literally, all six of your games have been on the road, five of them. You know, we're part of the, the Prairie Central tournament, and uh, you're playing all of those in the span of a single week. How did you like the way the girls just responded to the stress of that? You know, playing five basketball games in the span of a week, that's certainly not easy, especially at the varsity level. Uh, Yeah, no, we, um, I don't know, kind of welcome the challenge. You know, long bus rides, late games, two games on Saturday, but the whole way through they just had great energy and they had um, great attitude from, you know, I felt like, even though we were on the road in the tournament last night, kind of had a home game atmosphere just, and that's just created um, with our bench. And then uh, I think the fans are appreciating the fact that they can come to games now on the, on the road. So 
I think the energy is really just what carried us through. You never know how um, kind of a preseason tournament feel is going to go, but um, I was excited for him. And, um, you know, you win one game, then two, and next thing you know, um, it's kind of just, um, you know, like I said, players one through 12 really brought it. And that was probably my biggest thing was just how everyone kind of um, fought for one another. We didn't have any girls with egos that felt like they had to fill up the stat sheet to get noticed on social media or anything. It was just really a team effort. So I think that's probably what I was most proud of. Talking with Muhammad Seymour, girls basketball coach Garrett Risley. And uh, speaking of some of your individuals, you know, the one who jumped off the page a lot last season was Savannah Orgeron, and she's continued to play a big role on this team this year. Uh, you know, she was a girl who last year when I saw her in person, she impressed me with her athleticism because she was a girl who could definitely battle in the paint, but she also was able to pull out and hit a three-pointer if necessary. I mean, how have you, uh, how have you seen her handle the, the expectations placed upon her this year? Um, she's just played within her game. Um, she's definitely a gamer. So the closer the games are going to be, the more you'll see her step up. Um, you know, this year you kind of alluded to, we won some games by double digits. So she's totally okay with playing within the offense. So as the games get closer and as they get tougher, uh, throughout the season, she'll continue to step up, but she's played, um, some in the paint, some in the guard spot. Uh, last night was a good example of that. We got in foul trouble early. So she played a good majority of the game um, as a guard spot. And she's just, it's nice to have somebody who can uh, fill more than one role for us. And then uh, early on, the leading scorer for this team was was Kayla Kerner, who is an individual who is, I think, thought of more for her, her soccer exploit. She's going to be playing soccer at the Division One level. But uh, she was filling up the, the, the stat book early on in the season, especially in the scoring column. To have a girl like that who, you know, she could just focus her entire her entire life on soccer if she wanted to, and she still brings all this energy to the basketball team. How important has her presence been on this roster? Um, it'll be really hard to uh, replace Kayla next year. She, like, yeah, she's an athlete, soccer player, but she just competes first and foremost. So no matter what she's doing, you know, probably school-related too. I haven't seen her really in the classroom, but uh, whatever ask, you ask her to do, she wants to win. And that's contagious amongst the girls. You know, every drill, it's like, all right, coach, what's the, the stipulation? What do we have to do to win this drill? Things like that. And, and that's huge for us. So whatever she needs to do to help us get a win, that's what she's going to do. We've also got girls like Durbin Thomas and Nicole Taylor and uh, Abby Bunting. But another girl I wanted to bring up is the newcomer to the bunch, who is Ivy Juarez, who is a transfer from Normal Community. She was an all-Big 12 player during the, the condensed spring season la earlier this year. Uh, what has she brought to the table for you guys? I, I know uh, you'd hope she would you know, add a little bit to this lineup, and just based on the stats that I've seen from her so far, it seems like she's added quite a bit to, to what you guys have accomplished. Uh, yeah, she really has. And there's the, you know, the cliche that you hear a lot. She's a great player but an even better person, and that mm -hmm. couldn't be more true uh, for Ivy. She's, her biggest attribute that she's given to this team has just been communication. Um, she's a great communicator, and for someone that transfers in and doesn't really know the girls as well, just to step up and be a vocal leader, that's a that's a huge deal for us. I was shocked when I heard it at first, and the girls have really taken to her. Um, after being here for like a week and a half, she was voted a team captain. They've welcomed her with open arms, and it's um, and she's I mean great player. She run runs from rim to rim really well. Great energy, post presence. Um, so yeah, she does a lot for us. Um, more than happy to have her. 
Now you guys are coming up on a stretch here, the pre-holiday tournament stretch, which you know can kind of be maybe a dangerous spot, I think, as you get through the first couple weeks of games in November, and then everybody you know is so hyped for the holiday tournament for for the holidays themselves, and then you know after the holiday tournaments, you're really focused on conference play. But and you guys can't overlook Mount Zion coming up here on Friday, uh, or yeah, uh, on Friday, um, St. Joseph Ogden next week. You got Unity in a couple weeks as well. How important do you see this next two weeks of games being for what you guys hope to accomplish the rest of the season? Um, no, that's a good point. And just taking one game at a time and being very intentional kind of with our scouts and our prep for one team. Um, I think I said it in our preseason kind of talk that we had, but I think we're probably good enough to where if we're focused and we practice well, we can compete with almost anybody, but we're not so good that we can just look over somebody and not get and not get the loss. So just one game at a time, like you said, Mount Zion will be a big game for us on Friday. I know that they just came off a win against Charleston. They have a new coach who I know has been coaching for a while, but his first time um, kind of at Mount Zion and Steve Marble. So um, yeah, just one game at a time. That'll be the approach that we take. And even more so than one game, just one practice at a time and making sure that we um, are intentional with our practices and that we compete with one another on a daily basis. Well, I'm going to see more girls basketball coach Garrett Risley. Garrett, thanks again for joining us on the show, and good luck to you and the girls moving forward here. Thanks, Colin. I appreciate it. Uh, let me know if you need anything in the future. Absolutely. Will do. Part of an outstanding Muhammad Seymour girls athletic program, uh, the basketball team and uh, to- the volleyball, the soccer, the in tomorrow's news gazette, in fact, is our all area girls golf package go. led by a couple bulldogs. Yeah, uh, Ainsley Winters and Kayla McKinney are going to be part of that. I won't spoil exactly where they wind up, but uh, let's just say they're part of the first team. Okay, go to Instagram News Gazette, Uh-oh. and I've already spoiled it. He spoiled so it. That's all right. <laughs> oh, Jim. <laughs> well, before we go to our next commercial break, let's go ahead and break down our first of two top tens on this show. You know, during football season, we only had one top ten to worry about, but we got girls and boys basketball, so we've got two top tens now. We're going to do our girls one right now. Our number ten team checking in this week is the Paxton Buckley Loto Panthers, who sit at five and one. They are going to be hosting Centennial tomorrow night in an interesting matchup against a bigger school opponent. And our number nine team this week is the Milford Bearcats, who sit at five and two. Their only two losses are to another team that will appear a little bit later on in this countdown, the same team twice. Milford, though, trying to pick up a win on Thursday against a a pretty solid Armstrong Potomac team that's maybe number 11, 12, 13 in these top 10 rankings. And our number eight team this week, sticking with the letter M, is the Monticello Sages. They are 5-1, and one, only losses to, again, a team we'll see a little bit later on in this countdown. But Monticello has won its last three games, including a win over Charleston, a team we just talked about. And Monticello tried to make it four straight on Thursday when they host Mount Pulaski in a non-conference game. And then our number seven team this week is the team that Monticello lost to, the Unity Rockets. Unity is 5-1 and one on the season as well. Their lone loss is to, stop me if you've heard this before, another team we'll talk about a little later on in this countdown. They're all just beating each other up. Unity, though, started the season on a five-game win streak. They're going to try to get back on the winning track when they visit Villa Grove on Thursday night. A rocket interruption next Tuesday, a special section in the News Gazette about its football success. Fantastic. Section 3A. Continue, Colin. Love it. And our number six team this week is the Watsika Warriors, the team that defeated Milford twice. That's Watsika. They are 6-0 and on the season. 
season to start off. They are going to be facing Hersher in a home game on Saturday afternoon, trying to make it 7-0. And our number five team this week is the team that just defeated Unity. That would be the Clinton Maroons. Clinton is 5-1. They're on a three-game win streak, and they will try to extend it to four on Thursday, though it won't be easy. They're going to be taking a trip to rival Tuscola for a Central Illinois Conference game. Our number four team this week is a very familiar team in these girls' basketball top tens, the Tri-County Titans. Tri-County is 7-1 already. Their lone loss is to, wait for it, a team we're going to talk about a little bit later on in these rankings. But the Titans have won their last six games, including wins over Tuscola, Uni High, and Westville. They will try to run their record to 8-1 and one when they visit Schlarman in Danville on Thursday night. Our number three team is the only team to deal Tri-County a loss so far this season. That would be the St. Joseph Ogden Spartans. St. Joseph Ogden sitting at 4-1 and one this season. Lone losses to Paris, a really good Paris team by nine points. But St. Joe coming off a win over Tuscola most recently and will try to win another one in an intriguing matchup tomorrow night. They're going to visit Danville, the biggest school in our area. And the number two team this week is the Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond Knights. ALAH is 6-0 on the season, coming off a big win over Maroa Forsyth last night. They're going to be visiting Villa Grove on Monday and trying to run their record to 7-0 while also picking up their first Lincoln Prairie Conference win of the season. And our number one team just got off the phone with their head coach. It's the Muhammad Seymour Bulldogs. Bulldogs are 6-0, defeated Bloomington Central Catholic by 20 points last night. Pretty big win for them. They're going to be hosting Mount Zion as the start of a three-game homestand. That game is on Friday night, not Thursday night, like most girls' games. Friday night for the Bulldogs. As Coach Risley said, it's great to have fans back in the stands. Isn't it? Yeah, Uh, yeah. especially because you know at Muhammad, the student section is Mm -hmm. raucous. Well, let's go ahead and take our next break. When we come back in the U of I ROTC Prep Basketball Confidential Show, we're going to hear from Georgetown Ridge Farm girls coach Brad Russell about his team's success which is something we haven't been able to say a lot very recently, but let's hear more about it after the break. It's Black November at Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. You'd better think of something amazing. Our customers want great deals. I have an idea. An idea that will change mankind as we know it. When I snap my fingers, half of all the appliances in the store will go on sale. The universe will never be the same. Honey, look, I was standing here one second and the appliance was full price. Now it's on sale, out of nowhere. Look over here. All these appliances have a free extended protection plan. Hey, over here, uh, interest-free financing until 2023 just showed up. All of our customers will experience the best shopping season ever at Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. It's my master plan. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis, are you all right? Never been better. It's the Dick Van Dyke Appliance World Black November sale. And with a snap of my fingers, nearly half our inventory has been marked down. It's the best deal in the galaxy. Wow. Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. When you buy from us, you get the whole store. Hi, this is Christy Powell, owner of This Is It Furniture in Danville. Do you need a restful night's sleep now? Tired of tossing and turning? We have quality mattresses to help relieve your restlessness and give you a good night's sleep. We even have adjustable bases with massage. We have stock available for immediate pickup or delivery. Visit us at This Is It Furniture at 103 East Main Street in Danville across from Town Center or give us a call at 217-516-8508. Check us out on Facebook. 
At Roof Doctors, we would like to give a big shout out to our customers that voted for us in the People's Choice Awards. Thank you, thank you, thank you. At Roof Doctors, we are a local and family-owned business, and our employees have served the Champaign-Urbana area for over 30 years. Roof Doctors lives in our community, works in our community, and volunteers and supports our community. We are licensed, insured, and bonded with the best warranties in the industry. So call Roof Doctors at 328-7529 for your roofing needs today. You're listening to the U of I Army ROTC High School Prep Basketball Confidential Show on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. At 6.32, we are back on the U of I ROTC Prep Basketball Confidential Radio Show. I'm Colin Likas, joined by Dylan Chambers. Dylan? Yes? Glad to have basketball back? I am. I am someone who, especially being an an athlete at the time when I was in high school, getting that time off before track started to get to watch basketball. And it's, I was one of my favorite sports. I love having it back. We were talking uh, before the show about how uh, Dylan, Centennial grad, we were talking about how these are band athletes who were just in, I don't believe were born when Centennial boys basketball coach Tim Lavin started as the head coach over with the Chargers. You get older every day, Colin. It's not great. <laughs> older every day. Tim Lavin keeps on coaching, too. Right. <laughs> the, the, one of the longest tenured coaches in the area does a great job with the Chargers. And I think he'd have to be incapable of speaking before he could stop coaching. That so does, it's always good to hear. It does feel that way. Well, let's go ahead and stick with girls basketball for Perfect. a little bit. Georgetown Ridge Farm specifically. The Buffaloes are 4-2. and two. It's not something we've been able to say very often recently. Coach Brad Russell has got the Buffaloes clicking on all cylinders right now, and we're glad to be joined by him on the show. Brad, thanks so much for being part of this tonight. Uh, thank you for having me. And I don't mean to put you on the spot necessarily, but the reason I, I mention, you know, we, we haven't been able to talk about the success of Georgetown Ridge Farm Girls basketball, at least as far as wins and losses are concerned recently. It's been a while since this team has won a game. When you guys defeated Donovan on the 19th, 46-37, to it's your fourth season as the coach. I believe the, 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 the streak without a win extended even before you were the coach, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, it'd been uh, seven years. I mean, that's um, seven years without <laughs> that. Yeah, it's, uh, those girls. I mean, I know they obviously weren't there for the entire seven years, but that had to be an incredible feeling for them. Uh, it was. Um, you know, there was there was it was kind of like a, a a weight lifted off your shoulders, especially for the seniors. Um, they they wanted this so bad. And, uh, you know, even in the summer and, and, and as the season started, you know, several of them, I've got three of them, um, you know, we're like, okay, we're, we're ending this, this year, this, this has got to, this has got to stop. And, uh, you know, that was kind of the attitude that, that, uh, that we've, we've taken, uh, the entire team has taken that, you know what, it's, it's time, it's time to, to turn this around. And, you know, and I, and I've had in the past, you know, with, with this being my fourth year, um, I had a group. You know, <clears throat> three years ago, that that I wish that that we could have gotten it done for them uh, then, uh, because I started with them as juniors and in their senior year, and we weren't able to to, to come up with a, a win. So I hated I hated to see them go through that. And uh, you know, this senior class did not need to finish their their senior year without a win. 
And not only that, it's uh, you guys haven't settled for the one. Then you beat Arthur Christian. Then you beat Neoga's JV team. And, and then you beat Chrisman most recently. I mean, the, what has been the key to this team just not being satisfied with that one? You had to get the one and get over the hump. But what's been the key to just keeping these wins going and, and, and getting to getting all this momentum building up? Yeah, you know, I think it's I think it's resiliency. Um, you know, I think it's a it, it's it's an attitude of we're not going to stop, we're not going to quit. Um, you know, we're young. Um, you know, I've got three seniors. Um, uh, one of the senior starts, a junior starts, two sophomores and a and a freshman. And you know, I think somewhat the the sophomores and the and the freshmen don't necessarily know any better you know um they're just they're just wanting you know they're wanting to 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 start a mark and 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 leave a mark and uh i think it's you know i think it's that that resiliency and and trying to trying to create um you know just a just a climate and a culture of of hey we we're over this now let's let's continue to uh to get better and build and you know that's what we've got to do. We, we each and every day, each game, we've got to get better, and and we've got to we've got to build. And I f- I feel like you know Georgetown Ridge Farm fans, obviously very passionate sports fans. You know they remember not that long ago in the early 2010s when Brittany Hay was over there and the mm-hmm. the team was piling up victories and she was obviously earning tons of accolades. What what has it meant to you and these girls to be able to bring Georgetown Ridge Farm this success as well, considering you know how rabid of a athletic fan base you guys have over there in Vermilion County? Right. I mean the. I think the confidence of the girls just, you know, walking in the hallways is a little bit different, mm-hmm. you know, especially for the, for the older girls, you know, they, uh, there's, there's just, you know, you, you start to win and you just get, you, you get that confidence and you're like, okay, we've, we've done this now, or, or we've been there. Um, and it, and it's, it's kind of nice to see, you know, just, uh, uh, the confidence and, you know, again, just kind of the, the want to of, okay, I'm, this this is happening now and you know again we're we're at times gonna gonna struggle because of our youth but it's 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 nice to see that you know what they did in the summer now translates to being able to put some w's up and um it it just it it just the the weight is lifted and you know again just that just that confidence in the way they carry themselves um you know and i think the the way that the the, the school has kind of, you know, got a little bit of, uh, of backing uh, to them as well. Talking with George Ridge Farm Girls basketball coach Brad Russell and want to highlight some of these girls as well that we keep mentioning. Uh, Sydney Spessard, uh, Addie Spessard, mm-hmm. I'm going to assume those two are either sisters or They're, cousins. <laughs> they are sisters. There you yep. go. And uh, and Kendall Roberts, those three girls all have, have kind of been the, the scoring leaders from what I've seen in the boxes so mm-hmm. far. Uh, what can you say about the performances they've put up? I noticed when Sydney came in as a freshman, she was making a pretty big impact for you guys during that short spring season. Right, right. And, and you know, and I think, you know, we missed out a lot um, last year with that short season. Um, you know, again, we were, we were really, really young and, uh, you know, summer got really, you know, we were able to go, then you couldn't go and then, you know, back and forth. And that, that hurt that, that group, you know, a year ago. Um, but again, you know, the Kendall and, and, and Sydney and, and Addie, you know, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna put in the time, um, 
and and they're wanting to get better. You know, again, that's that's two sophomores and a, and a freshman. Um, and then you know, I don't I don't want to you know leave out uh, my other two starters and 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 Allie and Briley um, because both of them you know they're they're our they're our hard workers. Um, you know, again, Briley defensively, she's she's the one that's going to be on the floor off the loose bout off the out of excuse me, getting after loose balls. Um, Allie's been, been big for us in, in rebounds. Um, you know, but it's, it's, it's also, you know, the, the bench, um, that's getting a little bit better. We're, we're, again, we're young there. I've got, I've got two seniors and, you know, then a, a couple of, of juniors and then it's, it's sophomores and freshmen. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's helping each day get, get better, but, um, you know, Addie and 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 Kendall and uh, Sydney have have played a long time together, um, and that helps because I think they're able to to see things and see each other on the on the floor. And there's a little bit of you know some some communication there uh, that that helps them be successful. Brad Russell, Georgetown Ridge Farm girls basketball coach. Brad, thank you again for joining us tonight on the show, talking about the girls, and uh, congrats on everything so far, and good luck the rest of the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you, and thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Glad to glad to have you on. Always love going into Verm County. And, yeah, when I saw that uh, Georgetown Ridge Farm girls basketball got in that win column, I, I knew I needed to have the head coach on the show as, as soon as we started because that that's a big one for that community for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take our next break here on the show, our last break, actually, on the uh, U of I ROTC Prep Basketball Confidential. When we come back, going to be joined by Danville boys basketball coach Terrell Robinson, also going to unveil our latest boys basketball top 10 and our first ever athlete of the week for the Prep Basketball Confidential show. So stay tuned for all that. If you're looking to make an impact, there's no bigger place to start your journey than at the University of Illinois Army ROTC program. Whether your goal is to cure deadly diseases, develop technologies, or seek adventure across the globe, Army ROTC can help you make your goals a reality, become a leader, and serve your country all without sacrificing your college experience. Students who enroll in Army ROTC are eligible for merit-based scholarships, tuition waivers, plus a monthly stipend for personal expenses. Visit publish.illinois.edu to learn more about the University of Illinois Army ROTC. It's our Black Friday extended event at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Now through Wednesday, we've extended four more days of Black Friday-like super deals store-wide. Like over half off a 20-inch Presto cool-touch griddle, just $19.99. Over half off 155-piece performance tool mechanics tool sets, only $59.99. Rewards members save an extra 5 bucks. Save up to 50% on select dog beds, starting at $7.99. And get $30 off 10-piece Gibson Home Copper Cookware Sets, only $39.99 while supplies last. Get crafty with a Cricut Explore Air 2 Craft Cutting Machine, $80 off, now $169.99. Sorry, no rain checks. Assorted Tamarack Winter Boots for the family or buy one, get one half off. And get two 35-pound pails of Blaine's Easy Scoop Cat Litter for just 19 bucks. Don't miss your last chance to get Black Friday bargains now through Wednesday at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Find value at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. 
Add some sparkle to your Christmas this year and help build the world's largest glass Christmas tree. Jason Mack will break his world record and build a 32-foot-tall glass Christmas tree topped with a blown glass star. Join in the fun on December 2nd at Riggs Christmas Market in support of the Eastern Illinois Food Bank. A silent auction featuring Mack's handmade glass art will be held between 3 and 5. They'll even let you add glass to the tree. Thursday, December 2nd at Riggs Christmas Market. Sponsored by Barham Benefit Group. This week's Fighting Illini Army ROTC High School Prep Basketball Confidential continues now on News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Jim Rosso, Colin Likas, Dylan Chambers, thanks for the coaches and players each week for joining us. Can't wait to see that uh, Player of the Week plaque. Colin Likas kind of in Sunday's News Gazette is going to um, feature a player not from this area, but he'll be here pretty soon. Yeah, you certainly hope so. He's uh, he's uh, he's committed here. He's signed here, so you certainly hope he's going to be here uh, on schedule. But Ty Rogers is the player that Jim's referring to. Plays for Thornton. Uh, I got to go up and see him last week just before Thanksgiving. He was playing in the Decatur Thanksgiving tournament. You know, Champaign Central was supposed to be part of that, but we once they even once they pulled out, you know, we knew Ty Rogers was going to be part of it. And on the heels of his both commitment and signing with the U of I men's basketball program, we knew we needed to see him in person, get to know this young man. Uh, man, he impressed uh, playing Decatur Eisenhower. You know, the Decatur Eisenhower team definitely was undersized compared to Ty Rogers, who's 6'7", and who was not only playing forward but was also ball handling. He was also kind of serving as the point guard at times, which was pretty fascinating to watch. Yeah, he just looked great. Uh, his first half was, you know, especially outstanding. He could both uh, – he was additionally – you know, I think his first – I think his first three, four, maybe five possessions down the court ended either in an assist – or an offensive rebound. There wasn't even really any scoring immediately. It was more he was helping his teammates score buckets. And Thornton went up huge early. They ran away with it. There was a running clock in the fourth quarter, but Ty eventually got his uh, points. I charted him for a double-double. Uh, there was some some debate amongst us who were there as to whether or not he got that 10th rebound or not. I charted him for a double-double, <laughs> but uh, pretty impressive stuff. I'm curious to see how he performs against a little bit tougher competition. No offense to Eisenhower, but they were definitely mm-hmm. overmatched by a, a player of Ty Rogers' caliber. Uh, he just he, he looks like the real deal. He looks like a kid who could definitely play at the D1 level, and I'm uh, curious to see what the rest of the prep season holds for him and excited to write this story for Sunday's paper about mm-hmm. him. Looking forward to that. And that, again, a neat part of bringing the finals back to Champaign uh, in March is the chance to see some of these kids that will be playing at a high level, whether it's St. Rito or Kenwood or – or mm-hmm. Thornton, or as you said, maybe a local team. That's yeah, York, Yorkville Christian with Jaden Shutt. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, that's another option. But yeah, you know, we've got teams like uh, the latest, or I shouldn't say the latest. I should say the first Associated Press polls of the season. The only ones in December came out earlier today, and uh, we had nine local teams: five boys basketball, four girls basketball, who were mentioned. Uh, St. Joseph Ogden on the boys' side with Ty Pence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuscola boys basketball with Jalen Quinn. There's two Division One guys right there. They're going to be playing each other later in the season. Uh, you, you had uh, on the girls' side, Muhammad Seymour, who we heard from earlier on the show, was mentioned. Uh, you know, the uh, the Arthur, Arthur girls were mentioned. The Tri-County girls were mentioned. Uh, the St. Joseph Ogden girls were mentioned. Uh, Monticello's boys, Prairie Central's boys. Yeah, just a lot of teams. St. Thomas More's boys as well. Didn't want to leave them out. Lots of good teams in this area. A lot of potential. Uh, A lot of it seems to be centered around the Illini Prairie Conference, which we're never really surprised with anymore. Uh, You know, that's STM and Monticello and Prairie Central, St. Joe, Rantoul. 
uh, unity. You don't get surprised when those teams make runs anymore in any sport. Fun part of these top tens, which Colin compiles, the girls will run in tomorrow's print editions, mm-hmm. and the boys probably on Friday, or the interaction uh, they bring up. I, knowing this from having two kids play at Central <laughs> and asking me, Dad, what is Colin thinking? <laughs> and you say... I don't know. Let me <laughs> ask him. And then suddenly, Champaign Central's number one. Uh, no, that's never happened. That's not true. I very that funny, up. but I, do, I, I know yet. I know parents and kids uh, and coaches get a kick out of the recognition uh, and where they might fall in these rankings. And uh, seeing their names in the paper is still a big deal. Yeah, and this time of year, it's definitely tough. Uh, you know, doing preseasons especially tough because you're you're guessing ultimately. You you know you have an idea of what people are bringing back, but you you got to see them play. This isn't like college or professional where you got a really good idea mm-hmm. what everything looks like. You're bringing in high school kids whose bodies have changed a lot from from season to season. You got freshmen coming in. I mean, there's a freshman who plays for Danville, Javon Robinson, who goes by the nickname Diddy, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> he, he dropped twenty twenty one or twenty three points in his first high school mm-hmm. game. I mean. You just never know sometimes exactly what you're going to get. And, uh, you know, so I'm glad now that all these teams have played some games. So now my rankings have a little more merit to them. I'm not just ranking people based on, well, this is what happened last season because uh, last season doesn't matter when, when you bring up this season. Well, right. Even at the collegiate level, it's just professional guessing, Colin. It's oh, just, that's you, true. You just stack the, the, the prefix on there. And, you know, we'll just, we'll just mention this now. I mean, a lot of people I, I talk to. We're mad that Duke was ranked over Purdue this week. I guess that's not going to be an issue anymore, is it? No. <laughs> Boilermakers will be your number one next week, uh, barring a weekend. Will uh, it be Scott Ritchie's misstep. number one? Don't know about that, but our <laughs> columnist, Jay Simpson, a former Boilermaker, yeah. uh, texted me today how fired up he is about how good they are. Yeah, that's a good-looking team. That's a good-looking team. To see them play. Uh, they have looked good. One note before we get to your boys' uh, top ten is uh, – this week, we'll, uh, we'll bring the kids in for Faces of the Winter photo mm-hmm. shoots and radio spots. Um, in the fall, we did the same thing with more than 200 kids. More who, than 300. More than 300 <laughs> whose pictures you're still seeing <laughs> in the paper, even though their season's a month old, a uh, month over now. Yeah, some of the golfers have been done for a month and a half, and we're still running their photos <laughs> all in the right. paper. It's all online when it needs to be. And uh, the neat part about these kids, they get to come into the radio studio and do promotional uh, spots that you can listen to on DWS and HMS, and it's uh, just a neat experience overall. Yeah, I got a kick out of it, you know, when I come in here and and, uh, do a little guest spot on Sports Talk, and all of a sudden I hear somebody from Fisher or somebody (laughs) from Hoopston area uh, talking about what Illinois football's up to or what Illinois basketball's up to. I know you were kind of enamored with uh, U of I uh, football commit Clayton Leonard when he came in to represent Iroquois West, because he was just a mountain of a kid coming in here at six seven. Mm-hmm. Enamored, I, scared. He's <laughs> <laughs> his brothers. His brothers will probably be in here. He's got two younger brothers who will probably come in here for later photo shoots. Are even bigger than he is. Cannon Leonard six nine, controlling the post for the Iroquois West Boys basketball team. How as a one A program a 1a opponent how do you slow down a kid like that in the post you try to match his wheaties it just he eats a lot of wheaties every morning i say you just try to run into him and hope you can uh, (laughs) draw disorient him maybe (laughs) a little bit but it's uh yeah that at the 1a level that you you don't stop a kid like that you just hope to contain him well i'll let you break the news to them that they're not in your top that's true right not quite yet spoilers not quite yet They, they are close though they're right on the fringe but let's go ahead and jump into our top 10. Actually, we're starting off with a team that's in the same conference as Iroquois West, so maybe that adds some fuel to the fire. Our number 10 team this week uh, is the Watsika Warriors. 
the Warriors jumping into our rankings after a pair of wins, including an overtime victory over Oakwood to start the season. That was a, that was a surprising one, at least by, by my radar, especially because Watsika lost quite a bit of senior talent from its previous team, and, and Oakwood returned a lot of uh, upper-class talent. So big win for Watsika there. As I said, they're 2-0. They're going to be facing Georgetown Ridge Farm. Actually, tonight, there's very few boys' basketball games going on tonight, but the Toyota Danville Classic over in St. Joe is going on, and we've got a few games over there tonight. Watsika's one of them, playing Georgetown, as I said. Shout out to J.J. Lockwood, former News Gazette, uh, now involved with the Toyota of Danville. He uh, he sold one of your kids a car recently. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> <Still> <laughs> runs. <laughs> Our number nine team this week. Another one I'm kind of surprised to see this early on, especially because the football team is coming off you know a long season. The Unity Rockets. Unity is one and zero. They defeated a good Bismarck Henning Rossville Alvin team last night, sixty-one to fifty-three. Blake Kimball coming off being the starting quarterback for a state runner-up football team, casually drops five three-pointers mm. in his first basketball game in who knows how long. No problem. But Unity has a really good test on Saturday to try and go to 2-0. They have to visit Tutopolis, the Wooden Shoes, who are always a good basketball program. Our number eight team this week, joining their girls' counterpart in this top ten, is the Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond Knights. The Knights are 2-0, defeated Sullivan and La Salette early in the season. They are another team that's in that Toyota of Danville Classic. They are facing Watsika tomorrow night. ALAH gets the night off tonight. Our number seven team this week, ranked in the AP polls today, the St. Thomas More Sabres. The Sabres opened up the season by sweeping all five games they played in the Schlarman Hilltopper Classic, including a win over Bismarck, a win over a team from Indiana, Fountain Central. They beat Milford, some good wins in there. they got to face St. Teresa on Friday night, and then they're going to visit Bishop McNamara over in Kankakee on Saturday. Our number six team this week is the Muhammad Seymour Bulldogs. Bulldogs still getting some guys back from their lengthy football run as well, but they're 2-2. Two two. They had a really tough Lincoln Thanksgiving tournament they had to start the season in. They went to triple overtime with Centennial in the first game of the season. Ended up winning it. Sorry, Dylan. But then had to play Belleville West, a reigning state mm-hmm. champion. Lost by a single point. Played uh, Springfield Sacred Heart Griffin. Went to overtime. Uh, and then they beat Belleville Altoff Catholic to win that or to finish off their tournament state. But man, that's a tough, really tough four games to start off the season. They're going to try and go to three and two when they host Mattoon tomorrow night. All right, I noticed you don't have Centennial or Central or Urbana in this top ten. Well, I'm, I'm a little concerned. I will say on the Central front, it's a little hard to rank a team you haven't seen okay, at all yet. Just... But I think Centennial's right on the edge, and I think Urbana with a couple more wins. You know, they're right there as well. Urbana had a tough tournament to start off with, with as well over in Washington that was just filled with, with difficult teams. So I think those are two teams that are definitely and potentially central if they can, they can show off some prowess here. Could be three teams that are in the conversation as the season goes on. But our number five team is in the same conference as all of those teams. It's the Danville Vikings. Danville is 3-1. and one. Surprised me a little bit in that Lincoln tournament we just mentioned. Their only loss was to the host school, Lincoln, who ended up winning the whole thing. Uh, Danville beat Belleville Altoff. They beat Cahokia. They beat Belleville West. So some good wins there for the Vikings. They are going to be visiting Ogden International. Mm. Not St. Joseph Ogden. Ogden International, which is a school up in the Chicago area, I believe. Right. Uh, that's going to be a Friday night game. 
If you know anything about Ogden International, drop me a line so I can uh, accurately prepare for that game. Not in Utah. <laughs> no, <laughs> as far as I'm aware, right. anyway. Uh, our number four team is the Monticello Sages. I thought the Monticello Sages might be in line for a good year, and so far, so good. They're 2-0. and They beat Pleasant Plains and Riverton, both on the road. Good start for them. They get to host Salt Fork and Marshall in back-to-back games on Friday and Saturday, so two more good tests for Monticello. Our number three team this week, uh, apparently I'm just full of surprises, or full of surprise anyway, Prairie Central. The Prairie Central Hawks, I did not expect to, to be as strong as they would be out of the gate. They lost a lot of senior talent from their previous team, and yet they're 5-0 and here to start the season. They defeated uh, Hoopston, defeated Iroquois West with the with the giant Cannon Leonard down low. Apparently they found a way to contain him, so you know, go talk to Prairie Central, I guess, if you're looking for advice on that. Uh, but a good test coming up here for the Hawks. They have to visit Bismarck on Saturday afternoon. And our number two team is the Tuscola Warriors, led by Loyola signee Jalen Quinn. Tuscola's 2-0. They beat Villa Grove 83-22 last night. That's, mm. a, that's a pretty good win, I would say. Uh, unique matchup coming up here. Uh, mm. Actually, a team from my neck of the woods. Uh, Tuscola is going to be facing Gary 21st Century on Saturday in a game in Brownsburg, Indiana, which I believe is pretty close to Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a that's a good that's a 10:30 a.m. tip off. That's a good morning drive for the Warriors if they if they're not planning on uh, taking the overnight and getting a hotel. I would urge every team in our area to go to Indiana and play one Indiana mm-hmm. opponent, if only for the atmosphere. Yep. You know, the the level of play is uh, is, is similar. Depends but on they, where you go. Yeah, it it depends. But some of those gyms uh, are oh, a, are a bit different. Yeah, classics in Urbana. We had three kids in the studio. They, they're facing Crispus Attux out of mm-hmm. uh, Indianapolis. They're also facing Hammond, which is really up in my neck of the woods as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I would agree with Jim on that front. And our number one team here in the top ten is the St. Joseph Ogden Spartans. St. Joe 2-0 defeated Denmark, Wisconsin to start the season. It's not Denmark the country, apparently. And also Cisna Park. Uh, St. Joe obviously hosting that Toyota of Danville Classic. They're facing Oakwood tonight. That'll be a good game. Mm. Oakwood is just on the outside of these rankings at 6-1 and one early on are the Comets. So good test early on for Ty Pence, the future Division One athlete, and his Spartans teammates. Any uh, updates on Ty Pence and uh, maybe which way he might be leaning? You know, I haven't heard anything recently. He got an offer from Loyola not long after Jalen Quinn committed. Mm. It'll be pretty fascinating to see those two playing together a year. You'd have to wait a year. Ty's only a junior and Jalen's a senior. Senior, but they don't play exactly the same position, so it would be a lot of fun to uh, to watch those two play together. All right, if you saw one picture in the paper, which you did today, of St. Joe, uh, there's tons more at newsgazette.com. Robin Schultz uh, does a gallery every game she covers, so check that out if you, if you want to see more of your team. Well, it's time to unveil that Athlete of the Week. We've been teasing it the entire show. Who's going to be the first Athlete of the Week sponsored by the U of I Army ROTC program? Drum roll, please. It is the – thank you. It is from St. Thomas More Boys Basketball, Patrick Quarnstrom. He is going to be the first recipient. He has been informed, so this isn't a surprise to him, but now everybody knows. Excellent. Patrick had a fantastic first week of the season uh, over at that Schlarman Topper Classic, helping the Sabres to five victories. I uh, reached out to his coach, first-year Sabres coach Brandon Martin, uh, it was decided between a couple kids because, you know, they had a lot of kids who made an impact in that first week, and he said Patrick Kornstrom is deserving of this award, and I agreed based on the stats he was putting up. So congrats to Patrick. We're going to have him in the office before next week's show to take a photo, take it out on Twitter, probably take it out on Instagram and on Snapchat as well, all, all of Jim's channels. And, uh, yeah, this is the first of many. Uh, so if you have a nomination, feel free to hit me up on Twitter or 
email me, news or the clicus at news-gazette.media. The folks at ROTC are going to be here to present him a handmade plaque, mm-hmm. which they will engrave themselves. They're very, very fired up they about this. They use a this. laser. Yeah, they, <laughs> exactly. They're going to take it to the laser room. Yeah. So uh, we're very excited uh, to have that relationship and to be able to reward boys and girls mm-hmm. uh, all season long. And uh, their pictures will appear in the paper as well. Absolutely. And uh, don't worry, this won't replace our Athletes of the Week that we normally have been mm-hmm. doing in print because we don't want to leave out our wrestlers or our boys swimmers right. and divers as well during this winter season. But this was something that uh, when the U of I ROTC came to us and wanted to sponsor, they said, hey, let's do this as well. And we said, yeah, sounds great. Let's do it. And uh I'm really curious to see how Patrick likes his plaque that he gets and how all of our student-athletes like their plaques that they get. All right, wonderful week one. Colin Likas, still in Chambers. Appreciate it very much. Uh, Colin will be out at a gym near you soon, as soon as he wraps up uh, all these all-area <laughs> fall uh, packages. But uh, looking forward to that day, Colin. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to catching some basketball. Holiday tournaments are right around the corner. You can sure see me out in the gym for those. All right. Uh, we'll uh, thanks again to the U of I R- Army ROTC for uh, Prep Basketball Confidential. We will talk to you next week. Here's your Aki weather forecast.